This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back into Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. I'm Tim Donnelly, producing John, producing the show today. Thank you to him. Doing a great job. Uh, call in line open 1-800-636-1067. Mitchell rails to the rescue, question mark. There's some reports, right? I, I completely understand that I might be uh, Charlie Brown going after the, the football held by Lucy on this one, but there is something like, it's like a natural high. There's something addicting about the clues coming from Washington that the commanders might be sold. And sure, Dan Snyder might at the end, last second, 11th hour, say, you know what? No, I'm not doing it. But until I hear that, I'm going to keep piecing together the clues uh, to, to figure out which which way I want this to go. And I want Mitchell Rails, who is reportedly joining Josh Harris's bid to buy the commanders for the simple reason of there are owners in the NFL that are operating their teams, that are operating as owners, not purely as money-making ventures. Yes, every owner wants to make money. Yes, every owner is a billionaire, and you don't end up there you know, not knowing how to work your way around a finance sheet. But they are also operating with the goal of bringing a championship back to their city. Right? They are operating with... I will spend a little to win more, even if it eats into my bottom line a little bit. Or I will take the money that I need to put into escrow to get a guaranteed contract for a quarterback. So if you don't have that, if you have an owner that is operating your team as purely a money-making venture or doesn't have the money to operate it as anything but purely a money-making venture, you are at a disadvantage. You just are. Right? When when there are, are owners out there like David Tepper of the, the, the Panthers, when there are owners out there like the Walton Penners of the Broncos, these new owners with billions and billions and billions who, who got into the NFL ownership game as a like a hobby almost, right? A side hobby. And they're there just to win because they're competitive. If you have an owner that, that doesn't have that same kind of go-for-it-ness, you're in trouble. So Mitchell Rails, who I didn't know who Mitchell Rails was, he could have walked by me on the street like yesterday. Uh, not yesterday, uh, five days ago. And I would not have known who he is. But once he was announced as possibly joining the Harris bid to buy the Commanders, I started looking it up. Because right? 
Uh, every report I've read says there's four bidders that are you know, getting towards the facility and things. Uh, one of them, Tillman Fertitta, the owner of the Houston Rockets. Uh, I've talked about him here on, on this network. Um, and then there's Mitchell Rails and Josh Harris. Right? I knew of Harris's bid, and now Rails is reportedly joining it. The other two, I don't know who they are, and I haven't seen any reports on who they are. Not Bezos, not allowed. Rails and Harris are dream owners for the Commanders. Rails grew up in Bethesda. He went to high school in Bethesda. He already lives in Potomac, right? That's not like he buys a team and then buys a house so he has somewhere to stay after games. This is like he already lives in Potomac. He owns museums in the area. He stations his company, the the Danaher Corporation, in D.C. Rails is... And this is obviously, you know, I'm a sports radio guy, so I understand that you don't get into sports radio unless you love sports and football and the game. Rails is the founder and former owner of DC's first sports talk radio station, right? Way back, I think it was early 90s. He was the one that flipped another format to sports radio for the first time in DC's history. This is a guy that would want to bring like honor and, and victory to the commander's franchise. And then look at Harris, right? The the guy that he's reportedly looking to join with in this bid. Harris owns the Sixers, and he owns the Jersey Devils in the NHL. So he owns the Sixers in the NBA, the Devils in the NHL. So you might say, okay, he's... Wait, wait! He grew up in Chevy Chase, Maryland. He is a local guy as well. So sure, he might own the Sixers, but the Sixers aren't his hometown team. Sure, he might own the Devils, but the Devils aren't his hometown team. He grew up in Chevy Chase. Right? These are guys that, 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 like, it's like a passion project. Right? It, it, it's, it's, and by the way, if you're owning three professional sports teams, he owns the Sixers, he owns the Devils, and then he's obviously in the mix to buy the Commanders, uh, pairing with Rails. If, if, if you own three professional sports franchises, you love sports, right? You're competitive, you get it. And best of all, right, in addition to all of that, right, in addition to all of that, they have a combined net worth, according to Bloomberg, of $14.41 billion. Now, that won't move them to the head of the class in dollars and cents, right? They're not jumping over the Waltz and Penners or whatever. But that puts them in a spot where they have some, some you know, comfortable jingle jangle in their pocket. Right? They're walking around with some major coinage. They're not one of these these owners, and I'm not knocking these owners. I'm not saying they're poor. I'm not saying they're they're you know in trouble. But if you have like a six billion dollar net worth and five and a half billion of that is is the stake you own in an NFL franchise, you're you're what they call cash poor in the NFL ownership situation. Rails and Harris combined, very much not cash poor. Which means if there is a situation where your starting franchise quarterback who is beloved and puts fans in the seats and sells jerseys and wins games and wins Super Bowls comes to you and says, I want a large guaranteed contract, they don't have to look back at him and say, we don't have the cash. They can say, for you, we'll make it happen. And not just because it's good business, but also because you're bringing solid football, you're bringing quality football, to our hometown. Mitchell rails to the rescue, right? To go from Dan Snyder to to two local guys that get it, to two local guys that want it, to two local guys that, that don't want to be pariahs in their hometown. 
You know, it's 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 funny because uh, when the offensive coordinator job opened up with with Washington, bunch of names immediately flowing. Right there was uh, Zampezi who was already on the staff. There was Eric Bieniemy who ended up getting the job. Uh, but there was also uh, Byron Leftwich. And part of the appeal of Byron Leftwich was he grew up in the area. It's his hometown. He could come back and be the offensive coordinator for his hometown team, the team he grew up rooting for. And I was going, that is a risk, right? Because let's say Leftwich becomes the, the offensive coordinator. I'm just going to pick a team completely random, not saying it's available. The Detroit Lions. And it goes south. And... You know, there's a, a key fourth and three, and he makes a bad play call, and he becomes enemy number one publicly. Guy can't go to a bar in Detroit for the rest of his life without somebody saying, fourth and three. But it's Detroit. That's not where he grew up. He doesn't want to go there. He can avoid Detroit for most of the rest of his life. If Byron Leftwich went to Washington, had that same situation, it'd be it'd be much more sad. It'd be much more hard to, to grasp if he couldn't go into a bar in his hometown, right? He couldn't go back and see his high school buddies or family or whatever. If Mitchell Rails, who is from Bethesda, right, stations his company in D.C., lives in Potomac, and Harris, who grew up in Chevy Chase, if they mess up the franchise to the point where they can't walk around D.C. or they can't walk around the DMV or Northern Virginia, that's much more sad for them. So they're going to do absolutely everything they can to make sure it doesn't happen. It's the, it's the, it's the connection of it. right? Harris was also in, in the mix to buy the, the Broncos when the Walton Penners did. Eventually had to bow out because he didn't have the cash to compete with with that group. But if he would have bought the, the Denver Broncos, I don't know if it would be as urgent to win. Other than the fact that he's obviously a competitive dude. He owns three three you know, he owns three franchises. Uh but but I'm not sure it would have been the same the same gusto. So I'm I'm fully on board with Mitchell Rails to the rescue for the Washington Commanders. Uh hopefully some of you are as well. Again, the call in number one eight hundred six three six 1067. Let's go to the call in line. Earlier, we were talking about the number one overall pick being traded from the Bears to the Panthers. And our guy, Scott in Fredericksburg, has been waiting on the line patiently to have a, a bit of a convo about it. He wants to get his thoughts heard. Again, you can call in as well. 1 800 636 1067. Scott, thank you very much for calling in. What do you have for us? Thank you for, take, thank you for taking my call. I'm actually driving mm-hmm. back to Charlotte. That's where I live. Okay. Um, and I was kind of shocked to hear that they had traded that pick, or the <laughs> Chicago traded that pick to Charlotte. But uh, it looks a lot like it's a lot on paper. However, I think this is their all-in. They they have uh, the Panthers are betting that they have their franchise quarterback in this draft. My bigger question is, um, and I got this from a lot of friends that I, I have down there. Mm-hmm. You know, who do they pick? Do they pick uh, Young? Do they pick Stroud? Or do they pick Richardson? I, I told them I don't think they traded up to number one to take Anthony Richardson. So I think it's either Young or Stroud. I, I it's a great question. I hope they know, right? <laughs> I hope I hope they didn't trade up saying like we like the class. And and thank you for the call, Scott. Call back at any time, one eight hundred six three six one oh six seven. Um I hope they didn't trade up saying there's like three quarterbacks we like, we'll figure it out. If you trade up for the number one pick, it has to be because there is one player that is like in your rating system. Like, let's just say it's the most uh, elementary thing on the planet. If, if you're, if you, your internal rating system gives every prospect a one through ten score, right? 
if your your internal uh, rating system says Bryce Young is a 5,000 <laughs> out of 10, and the next closest is C.J. Stroud, who's like an 8.2, that's when you trade for the number one pick. Or reverse, right? Whoever it is. And there is some reporting, by the way, or some rumor instigating that um, that it's C.J. Stroud for Frank Reich, which would make sense. It's kind of his type. And Bryce Young for the owner. I would expect the owner to win that one. I'll tell you why in a second. Uh, Andre and Manassas is on the call in line, wants to react to some of the ownership talk we started the hour with. Snyder could be on the way out. I'm putting all my eggs in Mitchell Rails and Josh Harris bid. But we'll see what Andre has to say. Again, the call in line if you want to join the convo. 1-800-636-1067. Andre, thanks for calling in. What do you have to say about Snyder, Washington, and a potential sale? Well, you know, it's funny. You know, I could say the same thing you know, 25 years ago. A home, homeboy, a home mm-hmm. guy, you know, bought the team. And now he has to move to London. So, um, <laughs> you know, everything you said about Metro Rails, I mean, it sounds good on paper, but I kept on thinking, man, you can just substitute your Rails or Snyder. You have the, the, the same scenario right there. But but isn't, isn't that, wait, 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 wait. Isn't that like the warning, right? Mitchell Rails is looking at that going, a hometown guy screwed this up so bad, he has to go to London. So if Rails doesn't want to go to London, he's got to do better, right? He like like hey, Snyder, Snyder is the he's the cautionary tale. That may be true, but I don't have quote unquote fu money like Rails and all that good stuff, right? So true. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. I I would say this, you know, I, I do like your point about being the, the cash poor point because mm-hmm. there are a lot of franchises over there where the owners. I wonder if we're seeing like a, a new type of owner coming into NFL because a lot of these guys before in the past and you know the sixties seventies were mm-hmm. families. A lot of these families, like, you know, the O'Hares um, in Chicago and so forth, they don't have a whole lot of other businesses besides football. So I wonder with, you know, all these new sales coming up and you have owners who, want to quote-unquote, Snyder doesn't have all the votes to kick him out. I wonder if it's part of the, the mindset is, hey, you know, some of these owners may not have, they may have money today, but they may not have, you know, that type of, you know, Bezos yep. money. And if you're talking about guaranteed contracts and if people are talking about hopefully – getting to the point where there's no salary cap in football, I would think a lot of owners will like to keep some owners cash-strapped so yep. that, you know, the benefit of the entire business as opposed to having all these billions of dollars just coming in where they might get to a point where there might be too much money for certain owners and they might just have to sell it because they can't compete with the big fishes now. The big fish, sorry. Yep. I love it, Andre. We're up against the break, so i got to let you go, but I'll throw one more addition on there. We're already seeing it. Right, because there's no salary cap for the or there is a salary cap for the players, but not for the the coaches. And if you look at this off season, the Panthers put together a great staff. Right, they they put together assistants all over the place that likely cost some money. Uh, And then the the Broncos, they're paying Sean Payton a bunch. Guess what? Tepper and the Walton Penners are two of the richest cash rich owners in the league. I would expect, you know, the the cash poor. They owners they don't want they don't want coaches to be making fifty million dollars a year. Because they can't afford that. So maybe that it does happen one day. It's, it's a good point. Uh, speaking of owners, speaking of David Tepper, David Tepper traded for the number one overall pick, or the Panthers did. Tepper absolutely does not play around. Okay, He does not mess around. I have a story that will show you how much an owner can change your franchise. Coming up next.
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. You're listening to Tim Donnelly and producing the show, our guy John back at the studio. Uh, He's also taking your calls. Call line open, 1-800-636-1067. Ownership matters. I've been making this argument for a long time. There's There's not a wall drawn that's completely impenetrable from the, the coaches and the players to the ownership. The ownership sets the tone for everything. David Tepper, who just traded for the number one overall pick, he's the owner of the Carolina Panthers, he set the tone for that just with how he operates. I'll explain that in a second. But first, Gus and Herndon's on the call in line, waiting patiently. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Uh, he has some take on the new ownership in Washington, possibly, possibly new ownership in Washington. Gus, thanks for calling in. What do you have? Hey, Tim, thanks for taking my call. You know mm-hmm. what? Um, I think the bar is way too low for this fan base. It's like uh, we'll take any <laughs> owner over Dan Snyder, and I understand that. But now with Snyder pretty much out the door, he has no money left to even fight. We have to be like, – our standard has to really raise. You know, I want an owner who can outfox the Jeffrey Lurie's mm. and the – 
the Bashadis of the NFL because that's the only way we'll be winning. And one thing I want to happen is I want to have any new ownership bid to put a firm plan in place for RFK because that shows me that they have the money to really make moves happen. RFK is going to really take their you know, focus, so they're not going to want to meddle the team like possibly you're going to talk about Tepper or what Snyder did with Haskins. They're not going to be worried about making first-round picks like Jerry Jones. They're going to be <laughs> focused on establishing this team like they're in this community because that RFK is, you know, a nightmare issue um, regarding the federal government and D.C. government and getting all that work done. And luckily, Rails, I think, with Harris, has a pull in this area. You know, he probably invites Congress people over to the <laughs> Glenstone and they have dinners together. And that's where they make these back, backhanded deals happen. It's a great point. Thank you for the call, Gus. Uh, the, the, the stadiums are, and this goes for every team, like they are a massive asset for teams. They are obviously very expensive, and if you have the money to to not necessarily need the financial backing from the, the the government or the state, I mean, first of all, you want to talk about forget you money? That's forget you money. But also, that is a massive asset to your appeal as an owner. Like if you're a fan base and and they can just drop the cash, goodness, gosh darn gracious, that is a lot of money. Uh, Vic is on the call in line. 1-800-636-1067. You can call in as well. Vic, thanks for calling in. What do you have? What's up now? How you doing? Doing well. So, obviously, you can substitute the formula of the owner, uh, the DMV owner equation, mm-hmm. uh, with Dan Snyder moving yep. to rails. And you could you could, you could could spin that and, and uh, play devil's advocate. Uh I won't because I like to give people opportunity to see uh, what they can produce. Yep. But the combination I like is Josh Hairston. Uh, Josh Hairston uh, runs the Philadelphia 76ers and the Philadelphia Flyers. And these are good, some would even say elite teams. <laughs> the Philadelphia 76ers have been elite teams, have been an elite team. I'm not saying they've been a great team, but they've been an elite team uh, okay. for about yeah, three to four years. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers are always competitive. I, so, I believe he owns the Devils. I, I, I the Devils, you're saying forgive that. Me, forgive yep, me. Yep. Yeah, the Devils. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Um, but the, the Devils are always competitive. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, don't don't quote me. I, the Devils have have been deep in the Stanley Cup playoffs for a couple of years, or, 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 or in the last three or four years, um, um, recently. But mm-hmm. what that what it all lets me know is that these owners want to be competitive. Dan has never ever given me any feeling or nostalgia as a sports fan that he wanted to be competitive he gave me the feeling he wanted to be petty he wanted to be mm-hmm. in control he wanted to be paid and that's what <laughs> yeah thank you um and uh even when he would jump in front of the coaches and the general manager and, and would draft these guys or bring in these guys that were not necessarily fit for the team in addition to that you know he never wanted to be competitive because he never brought in a coach that didn't have to answer to him or be a yes man mm-hmm. to him he never brought in a Jimmy Johnson. He never brought in a Chuck mm. Noel. He never brought in a Bill Walsh. He never brought in a Bill Belichick that says, look, I respect you. I reverence that you're the owner of the team, but this is the show that you told me to run, so I'm running it. So get out of my way. <laughs> Period. And that's what you need. So yep. you need owners that are smart enough to say, where I'm weak, what I can't do, you can do. Jerry Jones had the formula right for four years until he turned into a little kid at a party and said, I could cry if I want to. And he told Jimmy, I'll never be able to get in the headlines like you do. I'll never be able to get talked to the uh, reporters and analysts like you do. Mm-hmm. So I like to, I, I want to have a bit of a fun with my team. He was good at uh, uh, giving you the groceries, but Jimmy was the one that put the groceries where they needed to be to make the excellent 
entree. And that's what I, I'm hoping that with the combination of Josh Harrison, uh, Harrison being a, a two-sport owner with good, good teams, that he'll be able to bring that to, here to us. At the end of the day, I just want to see us win. That's it. There you go. Vic, appreciate it. Uh, I think, I mean, winning solves everything. I think everybody just wants to see him win. But, uh, and by the way, call back in 1-800-636-1067. The, the, you know, the, the whole, like, the owners should never meddle. I don't know if that's realistic. If they don't want to meddle, that's one thing. But, like, I don't, I don't lose sight of the fact that to buy an NFL franchise right now it's going to cost you five six seven billion dollars and i don't know if i'm comfortable looking at somebody and saying i need you to give me six billion dollars and then get the heck out of here like i i i understand the the like if i bought a team and, and yeah sure i played college football but but that doesn't make me any kind of gm i you know i didn't grind my way through scouting and and being an area scout to a regional scout to a head of scouting like i didn't do all of that but you better believe if i own a team my my voice will be heard so i'm I, i'm fine with your voice being heard i'm fine with with you being in the mix because you spent you know six seven eight billion dollars on it but there there has to be whatever you're doing has to be towards towards winning it can't just be towards making money. It can't just be towards business. It has to be towards winning. I promise you, when we get back, a wild story about David Tepper that, that's going to illustrate this point perfectly. Uh, I didn't get to it in this segment, but I promise to get to it in the next one. Again, the call in line, 1-800-636-1067. Coming up next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It is overtime on 106.7 The Fan. I've been uh, teasing this story for, for a couple of segments now. And it's all to show how your ownership impacts your franchise's outlook. 
right? There's a lot of talk in Washington about Dan Snyder potentially selling. And, and I just want to emphasize that that matters. I want to emphasize that the dysfunction and the struggles, whatever you want to call it, the last two decades for Washington, part of it does start, start top down. So I want to look at Carolina as a way to, to illustrate this. Carolina is a team that a couple years ago, they were bought by David Tepper. Uh, David Tepper is a billion, billion, billionaire. And the trade that took place on Friday for the Carolina Panthers to move up from number nine in the draft to number one in the draft. And by the amount they gave up, they didn't, they didn't move from number nine to number one with uh, a feather. They moved with a sledgehammer. You know what I mean? David Tepper does not play around. This is what you are looking for when you are looking for a new owner. What personality will they bring to the team? Now, this is a story. Some of it has become legend, but you can find it in, in the Daily Mail, the Independent. You can find it in a whole bunch of a, a different um, publications. So feel free to, to Google it. I can explain the type of person that David Tepper is. David Tepper was at one of the, uh, one of the big firms, investment firms in New York City. Right. Billions, billions, all the it's a bit like uh, everything Wall Street. I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. Right. The, the finance world. He was at one of the big firms and he wanted to become a partner. Which is a big deal in that world, I would assume. Right. You become a partner. Easy street. Uh, so we want to become a partner, want to become a partner. And there was somebody. His former boss. That he felt was blocking him from becoming a partner. Uh, the ex-boss John Corzine, Corzine, who went on into politics, I believe became like the governor of New Jersey or something. Uh, so John was blocking Tepper, in Tepper's mind, from becoming a, a partner. So what did Tepper do? This isn't the kind of guy that's like, oh, I'm going to prove to him, I'm going to bide my time, I'm going to put my nose to the grindstone, and I'm going to work harder, and I'm going to show him. No, he left the firm, Started his own investment, uh, his own uh, hedge fund. It's called Appaloosa. Uh, he became a billion, billion, billionaire on some some very ruthless trades, right? Like he made a bunch of money in, in the days and weeks and months following 9-11. He, he knows how to look at certain situations and find the financial silver lining, which not many people can do, right? A lot of people in those situations um, kind of uh, take, a, take a back seat for a while. But he, he, again, did very well. Appaloosa, worth a ton of money. Tepper, worth a ton of money. Years go by. And in 2010, uh, that boss that he feels blocked him from being a firm gets a divorce at some point in time. And his wife, the ex-wife of the former boss, gets the house in the Hamptons. And, and again, the legend would say that this house in the Hamptons, and who knows how much of this is being exaggerated, but I think you'll get the, the, the idea. Uh, the house in the Hamptons, the legend says, is 100% custom by the former boss, right? Every plank of wood on the floor, every piece of art on the wall, every, 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 everything. Every finish, every doorknob, every cabinet was handpicked by his former boss. So in the divorce, the ex-wife gets the house. David Tepper buys the house of the former boss, now that he's worth significantly more than the former boss, for $43.5 million. $43.5 million he buys the house in the Hamptons. What does he do? Knocks it down. 
right? All of this money and intricacies and, and all of the detail on all of the details that the ex-boss wanted, he buys it, knocks the thing down, and actually left it as an empty lot for a while. That's ruthless. That's holding a grudge. That's, that's ruthless. That's you don't mess with me. That's it's my money and I'm spending it in any which way I want. Nobody can tell me anything. If I want something, I get something. You can stand in my way, but I will go through you, around you, over you, but I will get to it anyway, and then I will turn around and let you know about it. So that is the kind of guy that looks at his team and says, we have the ninth overall pick. I don't want the ninth overall pick. We can trade up to four or three, but I don't want to have to to settle for the, the quarterbacks that other teams passed on. We're trading up to the number one overall pick. And if it's expensive, so be it. If we have to give up DJ Moore, so be it. Just like his former boss was blocking him from something he wanted, and he said, fine, I'll go do it on my own, and I will let you know about it. I will buy your house in the Hamptons just to knock it down. When, when, when you are looking for a new team owner, what personality will they bring? And which personality do you want? I mean, there's no guarantee that this is going to work out for Tepper in Carolina, but there is a guarantee that a guy with, with that kind of history is going to be willing to make big, bold moves. If you think it takes big, bold moves to, to drag your franchise from where it is to the next level, you better have an owner that's comfortable with it. Right? I, I'm not sure. Like, he's a hedge fund guy, right? And he made all this money. And, and I just told you a story about how kind of ruthless he is. I'm not sure if a guy that makes all of his money, like on, you know, 3% gains and he just has a huge money and compound interest and he invests in in whatever the 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 funds that are the most conservative. I'm not sure that guy goes out and makes this deal. He might say, well, with the ninth pick, we, there's a lot we can do and we can keep the second pick and we can have our first in the future. Let's go ahead and, and hang on to those. And that, that's not the same. So if you're Washington and, and Dan Snyder actually has the team on the market and he's fielding bids and he's going to eventually sell, which, you know, many people have their fingers crossed for. Know that you're not just getting a new name, right? You're not just getting uh, a new guy in the own, or, or lady in the owner's suite. What you're also getting is a new tone setter for the entire franchise. Right? If you get a mild-mannered person, you might get a mild-mannered team. If you want a, a loud and boisterous person, you might get a loud and boisterous team. Petty? Petty, right? It goes all the way on through. Owners' voices are heard. And sometimes, it, I mean, I'm not saying that, like, if you have an aggressive owner, they're going to be sitting there saying, hey, I need you to draft this running back. But they might be looking at their GM saying, hey, after this offseason, I want something to be exciting, uh, excited about. Go make it happen. And that's a directive that is, is harrowing to a GM. All right, I got to go do something big. Go trade for the first overall pick. Go trade or, or sign Lamar Jackson to an offer sheet. Go do something big. Paul in Gaithersburg is on the call in line. 1-800-636-1067 is that call in line. Again, 1-800-636-1067. Paul in Gaithersburg, thank you for joining the show. What do you have? Yeah, I was I was listening to you, and it almost sounded like you were making a case for what Dan Snyder did when he bought the team initially was, I want that toy, I'll get it. I don't care if it's prudent, I'll get Bruce Smith, I'll get what I want. <laughs> 
I'll trade away all the picks for for RG3. I don't care if he's rated number one. It doesn't matter, and the ratings really don't, honestly, to me. Uh-huh. Uh, those guys who judge talent are not geniuses. Half the time they miss. Um, it's also it's yeah, also hard. It's In their defense, it's also hard to judge talent, but I hear what you're saying. Agreed, but that's their job. That's not my yep. job. Yep. I, I do my job well, and that's their <laughs> job. So, anyway, yeah, he sounds like you're making a case for Dan Snyder. This guy sounds like another Snyder, another. You know, well, was it smart okay. to buy a forty? Hold on, Paul. Hold on, Paul. Hold on. Hold sure. on, Paul. Hold on. Sure. Let me let. Are, yeah. Are you are you talking about I'm advocating for Tepper, or I'm just saying? Because no, no, what I'm saying is it's odd that you're talking about the guy in Carolina who will do whatever it takes to get the number. Okay. One okay. Let let me let me clarify because what yeah. I was saying is. Just know that the personality translates. I wasn't saying that's the right yes. way to do it. I'm saying that if, if you bring in a guy that's aggressive or, or a, a lady that's aggressive to own your team, you're going to have a recklessly aggressive team. If you bring in a so, – so I wasn't saying that's the right way to do it at all. I'm just okay, saying – I agree with you. Yeah. That, that the, everything okay. starts with the owner, right? The dysfunction under the Snyder era started with Snyder. And exactly. And if you bring in a, another dysfunctional person, it's going to stay dysfunctional. If you bring in a uh, smart, well-rounded, you know, thinks everything through, that's how your franchise is going to be run. That's the point Agreed. I was trying to make. I wasn't wasn't saying it was the right okay. way. Oh, okay. I I agree. Sorry about that. Okay. All good. All Appreciate good. it, Paul. Thank you, sir. Call back right. in any time. Right. <laughs> yes, sir. 1-800-636-1067. Let's be clear on that one. I'm not advocating for Dan Snyder. <laughs> Uh, I am advocating for a local guy, though. Right? Mitchell Rails and Josh Harris are, are my choices if, if if I had my druthers on who the ownership would be. And part of it is because they are local. And I know Snyder was a local guy, but but as I said earlier, he becomes the cautionary tale. right? If you're a local guy or local lady and, and you buy the commanders, if you, if you mess it up bad enough, you, Dan, like they'll run Dan Snyder out of town. He's going to be in London or whatever for the rest of his life. If you don't want your hometown to run you out of town – you got to work. Like, that's the cautionary tale. So if I, if I bought uh, a team in my hometown, I would not want to be Dan Snyder in my hometown, right? Like he is to D.C. So I'm advocating for a local connection to an owner, not just someone who, who wants to get in the mix. But I am definitely not advocating for Snyder. Uh, this is Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. Call in line remains open. 1-800-636-1067. That's 1-800-636-1067. Call in line open. Follow me on Twitter, at Donnelly Sports. I want to talk a little Lamar. Lamar Jackson, the Ravens side of it, because the Ravens think they're playing chess, but they're probably just overthinking it. Stick around.
and they get Lamar back on a great team-friendly deal. What if that happens? Right? What if he has to walk back into that locker room after this fight? The Ravens think they are playing chess, and maybe they are, but they are overthinking it. Right? There, there are, I'll put it this way. Mike Tannenbaum, right, uh, former front office executive in the NFL, multiple teams, now works for ESPN, he's an analyst, said that the Falcons and Commanders coming out and saying they were out of the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes was because they were talking directly to Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell because they wanted those players to know, we have our guy, you're our guy, we're all in on you. Didn't want to mess with their confidence. Well, if that's how you treat quarterbacks, and you have to show them that love, you have to keep the relationship that strong, even with, what was it, third and fifth round quarterbacks going into their second year with minimal starts, what the heck kind of love are the Ravens showing Lamar? Right? One, one of the reasons why no one's making, and this comes from Schefter, one of the reasons why no one's making offers to Lamar Jackson is because everyone else in the league believes the Ravens are going to match every offer. You sign them to an offer sheet, the Ravens match it. Has anyone thought about what it would look like, what it would be like, what it would feel like to get back in the locker room with that guy? Make no mistake about it, it might be the best business decision for the Ravens. Right? If Lamar Jackson has recklessly high opinions of what his market value would be, the best business decision might be for the Ravens to say, fine, go prove it. Right? Fine, go get the offer. Call your bluff. I don't think you're worth that much. Go get it. Non-exclusive tag. Have fun. That might be the best business decision. Right? Let the, the word I keep hearing is homework. Let other teams do the Ravens' homework and come up with the parameters on a deal. And then the Ravens will just sign the offer sheet and say, thank you. But it's social relationships too. Lamar is a human. Right? The, the, the relationship between quarterback and team is often use, using the metaphor of a relationship. Right? Are you dating? Are you engaged? Are you married? Right? The long-term deal being finally putting a ring on it. Well, you don't want an icy relationship, right? You don't want to be standing in the kitchen, cold, not looking at each other. Someone sitting at the table eating some some cereal. Someone looking in the fridge, wondering what you have, and not talking to each other. Yeah. What if the the? I mean, pick your team, right? What if the Falcons do or the Dolphins do? I don't care who. What if somebody does end up signing Lamar to a big offer sheet and the Ravens match it, and then Lamar has to walk back into that locker room? Oh, thanks, guys. You bullied me out of a bunch of money. You made me available. Thanks. Now I'm back and you expect me to wear myself out for the team? Whether it's right or wrong, right? I, I, and, I, and I understand the element of this guy's going to be making dozens of millions of dollars a year. Of course he should go out there and, and leave it all on the field. And I agree with you. I just think that it's not that easy for a human being with feelings and emotions to completely put that out of the back of their head. Like, great, Ravens, you saved yourself, what, $50 million guaranteed. Great business. And I know I'm downplaying $50 million, but I'm downplaying $50 million in the, the world of starting quarterbacks in the NFL. You saved yourself $50 million. Thumbs up for you.
right? You get a gold star in negotiating class. You get your badge on your, your Boy Scouts uniform. You also have a, a quarterback that is now seen as an adversary, right? On your team, that is now someone that, that has anger towards you. I'm not sure that's what you want. Right. And and maybe that's the whole he doesn't have an agent thing. And and I hear you. And I think he should sign an agent at least for the next two months. Uh, but but goodness gracious, it's like, what if this works? What if the Ravens get Lamar Jackson back on a team friendly deal? That you just bullied him into very publicly. You expect that to just work out? You expect that to just be forgotten, forgive and forget and move on, still love you? Or do you expect him to look at you kind of side-eyed, like, all right, I can't trust you now. Right? You just called me out publicly. Players, <laughs> ready, for, ready for this corny saying? Players are people, too. <laughs> Those millionaires deserve our, I, I know it sounds ridiculous. Those millionaires deserve, uh, you know, our social awareness. I, I get it. I know. But I'll tell you right now, quarterbacks have egos. Think about it, right? These are the guys when they were kids, they said, yeah, I'm the one that should have the ball every play, right? I'm the one that no one else on the field should have the ball more than me. That's the ego you're dealing with. And then on top of that, they worked as hard to become NFL quarterbacks. That ego does not go away. And if you bruise the ego, you're probably going to hold a grudge or at least not be able to put it completely out of their mind. What happens if it works, I think, is the question that no one's asking in the Lamar Jackson situation. Call in line 1-800-636-1067. That's 1-800-636-1067. The call in line for overtime on 106.7 The Fan. I'm Tim Donnelly, and we're going to start off the next hour with the priority number one for the commanders. Uh, The boring is still necessary is one way to put it. Uh, I'll tell you what Washington needs to do. Coming up in a few minutes, stick around. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 